Welcome back, welcome back to the Black Legion Podcast. I'm back with my main girl, Jay Gates. Hey, hey, hey. Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year's. Uh, Merry Christmas. All that stuff has come and went since we were last on the air. So how was Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff? Happy Kwanzaa too. Habari Ghani. It's over. But um, it was good. It was good. I know you were sharing before we started that you go back to work soon, but you've kind of been back but no it's it's been good a couple holiday parties christmas was on a sunday which was weird so was what new year's day so yeah all that was weird yeah right it was a little bit weird but it was good though i got the chance to see family for a brief moment my sister came in from out of town we had a surprise party for my mom she enjoyed it she was surprised yeah so how was that it was all 70 birthday party was Right. It was really, really good. She enjoyed herself. It was um, me and my sister coordinated it. It was interesting coordinating a party with somebody in a different state, but we made it through. I hope to never see Amazon again in my life. I never used Amazon <laughs> so much, so I'm happy to be back so, on strike. So who was in charge of getting your mom there without her knowing? Um, My cousin came in from D.C. Well, my mom's first cousin came in. She said it was like uh, my mom's in a sorority, so she said it was some pan-Hellenic party situation. So it was good. And we chose a place that had a lot of decorations too already, so we still had to do our decorations, but it was good. People enjoyed the food. She enjoyed herself. She's been she was really nice the following weeks after, like just so she, nice. She so. was riding high <laughs> still. That's it. Listen, she was so hyped. She couldn't even do the hustles right. My mom usually is like really good at like the cha-cha slide and all that stuff. She was so excited. She couldn't even turn the right way. <laughs> she was doing the dances. So I think I'll take that as a good sign. And then New Year's Eve was good. That's her actual birthday. But I went to the governor's inaugural ball. That was pretty cool. That was nice. It was in Lansing. So it's actually a pretty good holiday season. What about you guys? What did the freshes do for Christmas and New Year's um, Eve? Christmas always dread. Um, you said dread? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. It's, 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 the, it's the house hopping. Um, five houses in two days, basically. Um, oh, wow. Two on New Year's Eve, three on Christmas. Is Yeah. Whose house are, are you guys ever going to host? Um... Probably. Or are you going to leave that to the elders a little bit longer? I don't. I don't know. It's it, it's complicated. Um, because like on like for my family, my uncle has always done New Year's Eve. It's kind of been his thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then her grandma, Lauren, grandma always hosts for her side. So like, okay. if we were to host, it would probably be her side. But I don't know how. How to, if we would incorporate everybody if we ended up did hosting. Um, the good thing is, like, her grandma, like, farm to hills. My uncle is um, west of Bloomfield, so. It works out. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Now, Christmas Day, we have to go from Lauren Mom's to my parents. 
uh, for my parents and then Lauren's mom's side, they have like a hall. They usually rent a hall. This year it was like a workspace oh, nice. type situation, so it was weird, but. That sounds cute, though. The renting of, I know that's right. That's, listen. Yeah, so many of them. like. Up. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart. That's that's actually really smart. But it sounds like it was a good time, though. Yeah, it's just exhausting. A lot of love. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of running around. I'm trying to think. We had snow on the ground. That was that super cold weekend. Wasn't yeah, it? yep. So, yeah. uh, like, literally, like, running Ali straight out the car. And t- so. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it was so cold. Oh, poor Yeah, little. and then um, Lauren never did make it to my uncle. His her grandma thing got started late on Christmas Eve. So mm-hmm. then we've been, Lauren still doesn't have her car. So this is like day 95 of in a rental. So. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Well, I hope you guys are able to get that situated so i know that can be a little frustrating i'm glad y'all have a rental though in the interim yeah that's super helpful yeah hopefully the collision shop said this week so fingers crossed Mm -hmm. oh okay you know everyone i know who's had car stuff it has been like a little bit delayed i don't know what it is i don't know if everyone's car stuff is just starting fooling at the same time it sounds like you guys had a little bit more of an incident yeah, they they've been waiting on parts, so. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every time they get the the last part they need, they discover something else. So we'll we'll see. Um, I'm I'm more hopeful than I was about Kevin McCarthy being elected speaker of the house, but about your oh about the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, good luck, and I hope you guys get the car back soon. Is she doing remote? If you don't mind me asking. Um, she, so the last two weeks they've been fully, um, working from home and then next week they go back to having to go in two days a week. So, okay. So it's not too bad. Two days in office, three days at home. So. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's good. Not, not too bad. Not too bad. But you had brought up McCarthy a little bit earlier. Are you talking about what's going on? Yeah. Um, 15, I, I want to say it was 15 votes. It, it was already a record. Um, it's only the, what, the second time in 100 years it, that it took multiple votes to elect the Speaker of the House. Um, I thought the Democrats should have went nuclear. <laughs> And did what? <laughs> either two things: see if they could have got six people to vote for um, Jeffrey to make him Speaker of the House, oh, or mm-hmm. yeah, or found um, pop. I mean, put six people just to randomly vote for McCarthy just to be over and done with it. Uh, I don't know that, but it 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 was laughable. Um. I can't. I don't think you can call the Republican Party functional at this point. They're kind of grasping for straws. I saw a little bit of some melee broke out. Did you see? I only saw the steals from it. Did you yeah, see so, it? Yeah. So yeah, the 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 melee, um, mm-hmm. just the overall um, the just I don't know. It was it's laughable because 
you're supposed to, you know, be this this staunch conservative political party. but it was almost like child play. And I, I, I'm like, if it goes any further, like you, you have the possibility of like people, staff not getting paid and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, then the, some of the concessions they were asking for him to make, they didn't want certain Democrats on certain appointments and all this other stuff is, I don't know. Do you feel like, do you feel like what happened January sixth kind of set the tone for this type of just well, I feel obstruction or like where do you think all this is coming from? Trump. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, but you see, people still starting to slightly distance. Well, not starting to. I mean, he's still kind of a pariah. People still kind of distance themselves from him. I still don't think he has like the favor he once did maybe two yeah, years I, ago. Yeah, I don't either. And I think McCarthy miscalculated um, after January 6th going to see Trump. Then I also um, feel like people like Marjorie Green Taylor and just, mm-hmm. um, I don't, they're about self. If you ask me, I don't think it has anything to do but actually wanting the, the government to, to function. Uh, I missed the days of New Gingrich. I thought I would never say that. <laughs> wow. Where, I mean, yeah. Where, you know, the party could disagree, but still get stuff done. Uh, I mean, because even, like, I'm just thinking back to Bill Clinton. Like, he had to work with a... Republican House and Senate and still was able to get bills passed. I think it's the era we're in now. It's, you said it a little bit with Trump. It's just the Trump where I'm going to refute everything, deny logic. I'm going to fight everything down. Um, and like you said, it's very self-motivated. I think that's the word you use or just self-interest. Yeah. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm Hate to say, it, but I'm I'm liking Biden's um, chances for reelection more and more every day. So, oh my gosh, what a di- excuse me, what a difference a year makes because this is definitely different than a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm, when we were giving great, I know, but 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 that but that also just speaks to how chaotic it looks right now. Mm-hmm. It's 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 sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when. Biden is starting to look like a really good viable option again. And I mean, no one stepped up either. I mean, we're what a year out. So, yeah, well, still a lot to be decided. Um, I think some of the Supreme court rulings will definitely, um, I think like abortion here in Michigan, some of the uh, Supreme court rulings, um, depending on how they go, they could definitely end up working out in Biden's favor. Um, especially if, it's expected they rule against affirmative action in, in the Voting Rights Act. Um, I think that helps Biden's chances to get reelected. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Um, there's some grumbling that uh, Sonia Sotomayor might retire. So Really? Mm-hmm. How long has she served for? Not that, that long. She, she's an Obama appointee. Uh, That's what I'm... I'm did she speak as to, does anyone know as to why she would want um, to the just, private sector? Yeah, probably go to the private sector. Uh, 
my only concern is like the, the Supreme Court's fairly young, I guess you want to say, because I think Clarence Thomas at this point is the oldest. And he's like 74, 72, 74. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I don't I don't see how. I'm interested to see the Republican candidate for president, if it's DeSantos, and um, if anybody can unite the um, Republican Party at this point, because, hell, they're making the Democrats look like saints at this point. Well, that's the thing. They've always made them for the most part, so I just, I just, I'm always surprised that they still have supporters. I mean... I hope they're scratching their head. Just even the still images alone of what took place on the Congress floor. I follow Rashida Tlaib uh, and I saw just some of her pictures and some of her quotes. I'm like, my goodness, it's just, I really feel like January 6th really kind of set a tone, um, you know, henceforth just about how business is conducted there, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's, it's sad that we've gotten to this point. and I don't know how we get back to any semblance of, of normalcy, because uh, I, I think the, especially the the twenty holdouts or whatever you have, the Republican Party or are strongly going to pursue um, investigating Biden and a couple other things. And this, I don't know when do we get back to just doing the work of the American people. Oh, goodbye. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take to restore those those type of days. Very, very rarely is there even any unity. I think the greatest bit of unity I saw was this recent Damar Hamlin thing. That was probably the closest thing that broke all lines when people came together for him a week or so ago. But politically speaking, it's going to be a while. There's so much tribalism now with politics. So... I think this is like kind of where we're at. Yeah. Speaking of Damar Hamlin, did you, were you watching? Did you see it live? Um, No, I don't, I don't watch uh, NFL football in real time for the most part. I know I'll have it on today, but no, I didn't see it. Now, were you watching it in real time? Yeah, I was, I was watching it in real time. Uh, It was one of those things like I'm watching it. I'm playing with Ali. I watched him make the tackle and then, like, I, I saw him get up. I saw him take, the, like, the two steps back, and then he just fell. And I was like, that didn't look right. And then, like, they went to commercial. And then they went to commercial again. I'm like, okay, I've never seen him go, you know, to go to commercial so many times. And then when Troy Aikman finally came on and said they were giving um, – Damar CPR and in, in, on the field, I'm like, okay, there's no way they they play this game or or finish. Um, and I thought it was laughable because at one point they were talking about the players would get like a five minute warm up, and then the game would continue. Oh, and I'm mm-hmm. like, um, no, I don't I don't see how you ask anybody um, at this point to, to play. Um, because you could tell um, just by the images how visibly shaken the player were. Hell, I was watching it on TV and I, and I was shaking. No, I agree. Yeah, no, you, you could just tell from just the images, the 
the side, just the standstillness of just the arena as well too, how impactful that moment was. So, no, I, I think they, they, they made the right call, you know, calling the game. And I don't think the like NFL made the call. Back and forth. Well, no, I think they probably heard just some of like the outcry and stuff like that. Like, you know, we're in the social media era. So people go by reactions very quick. I think they definitely have PR teams like in real time assessing just real real time reactions but i think it was an okay move to end the game what, what were you saying though you yeah i don't I, I don't think i don't think the nfl i think the nfl wanted to continue to play the game i think the players and coaches um refused to go to to go back on the field um, um, well you said certain teams were starting to get their warm-up wasn't another team starting their whole warm-up well, you could you could see like the the quarterback for both teams mm-hmm. had started to warm up, and then you yeah. saw the uh, Cincinnati coach Zach Taylor go over to talk to uh, the Buffalo co- coach, and then you saw both teams go in the locker room um, immediately mm-hmm. after the the two coaches got done talking, and then you could you could see both coaches outside. Um, the, the locker rooms uh, talking to each other and I guess they were on the phone with the league but I, I don't think the I think it was a player coach led movement that we're not going to finish this game today um, and I, I think the NFL had no choice but to to ultimately cancel the game well I think it was the right move for for all um but what, what what are your feelings on like it was almost just as popular as uh Hamlin, Skip Bayless. What was your reaction to what so, he said didn't or didn't say too as well? So I so I saw because somebody post because I don't follow Skip Bayless on social media. I'm not a um, Skip Bayless fan. He, he gets he gets on my nerves. I don't understand how he still has a job. But um, you like Shannon. Shannon's okay. Um, I, 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 yeah, I like Shannon more than I like Skip. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't liked Skip since his uh, first take days with with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, so you're consistent with it. Yeah. A lot of people don't. A lot of people do not. Yeah, some of his takes um, are questionable. Uh, I know controversy is rating, so I, I, I it works obviously. But mm-hmm. when I first read his tweet, I was like, like I had to go back and read it, and like I understand what he was trying to say. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. And like, because at, at the end he says all of that seems irrelevant. It was it it was overly wordy. <laughs> Yeah. The the beginning parts of the tweet come across very insensitive to um just everything that was going on in the moment. Um he would have been better off just saying thoughts and prayer for, for the Hamlin uh and his family. Something like along that line. Um I think he made matters worse. Um two days later, because um, Shannon was so upset he skipped um Tuesday show. But 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 do you think that's drawing more attention to it? Because because then he well, said, they, I'm not gonna address it. It's just such a media game. Yeah, like it, you were saying, enragement is engagement. So uh, to me, it's all a little bit of part of the spectacle as well too. Well, I don't because all eyes are on that show. 
Yeah, and, and I, recently, um, Skip and Shannon have gotten, like, into it <laughs> a few times within, like, the last month. So um, I'm interested to see um, if the show moves forward in in this current format because, hell, Shannon was so mad at Skip one day, like, his fists were, like, visibly balled up, so. Oh, my gosh. But they seem to always get on. But I think I was reading somewhere that is it true that um, Shannon's brother got paralyzed due to like um, an on the field accident? Do you know anything about that? So, um, yeah, so I want to say it was actually in Detroit uh, mm-hmm. where uh, Sterling Sharp uh, was just, he's actually one of the uh, greatest wide receivers I've ever seen play. Uh, he was temporarily paralyzed, and then he has he oh, has okay. an he has an issue uh, with his neck still. That's why he had to retire early. Um, that's why when Shannon won the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos, he gave his brother his first Super Bowl ring. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, I like Shannon. Yeah, so I, I like Shannon Sharp. So I, I like I, the personality I see. I feel like uh, I don't. I don't like him too much on Undisputed with Skip. I like him more more so on his podcast. Uncle um, Shay Shay. So that, yeah. yeah, that I've seen. I don't watch um, his show with Skip, but I've seen that, though. Yeah, I like. I loved his um, interview that he did with Dion. And, uh, yeah, I enjoy his podcast more than Oh, uh, okay. Undisputed. The Dion one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That one I did see. Yeah, he has pretty good interviews. I, I enjoy him, and I enjoy when I see him on other interviews as well too when he's on other platforms so i think i'm just saying i enjoy that part of his personality but to go back to what you said i do wonder if this is like the beginning of the end i feel like there's so many eyes on the show now i wonder if they just you know i mean did, did they seem congenial with each other as the show wrapped up that day when uh, 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 i mean a little bit it's kind of like um i feel like they both feel like we have a job to do let's just get through it at this point oh it was um, given that <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, they miss an opportunity, uh, especially Skip to come off like more than just a media personality and more so human. Uh, I feel like First Take did a better job that that Tuesday after the incident. Uh, Stephen A. Smith came off as human. Uh, Dan Arlofsky praying mid-show um i felt ryan clark had probably the 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 best take uh, of anybody i enjoy some ryan clark yeah i um i felt what he said like immediately after um I, f- I do feel like ESPN put the, them guys in like a tough spot especially like Troy mm-hmm. Aikman and um who was he on with Joe Buck and then uh, Swag Goo and, and Booger McFarlane and all them because they're like cutting to them real time while like DeMar is still on the field and then afterward when that, the game is canceled. and But I, I feel like they all handled it uh, pretty well being, being put in that spot. Um, I'm happy that he's, you know, off the breathing tube. Uh, yeah, 
doing a lot better. Yeah. I heard he's talking now too he and is. everything. Yeah, he's FaceTimed the teammates um and everything. Um he took to Instagram yesterday to tell people thank you and to keep the prayers coming and mm-hmm. so it's 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 yeah, just to see him fall in real time on national TV and just to hear Trey Aikman come on and say, you know, they were giving him CPR on the field. I've never witnessed uh, anything like that. Like, I've seen games where, you know, the ambulance is on the field, but they the players card off and he gives, like, the thumbs up or something. You're like, okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah, and yeah, no, it was definitely a very different situation that happened last week. You could just tell by just the impact. And there's even now there's still uh, discussions around it. But going back to Skip, and I think just anything in life, do you feel like you have to apologize even if you don't think you're wrong, if you don't do, if you didn't do anything wrong? I, I feel like an apology should have... Uh, was but I'm new. asking you, though. Do you feel like you have to apologize when you don't... I mean, I know for keeping, like, you know, things like copacetic, but have you ever had to apologize when you didn't feel like you did anything wrong? <sighs> I think that's what marriage is, but yeah, have uh, you had to? Yeah, um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like because there have been times where, like, I haven't apologized because I don't feel like I was wrong. And I, it was more so the principle of, of the situation sure. than anything. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I feel like in, in Skip's cave, there. Because he did an awful job of like trying to explain what he was trying to say too. So you did say it was too wordy. Yeah, I, I saw the tweets. I saw like the series of tweets, and then I saw the ones everyone honed in on. I think everyone's emotions were just really, really high, and he's already not liked too yeah. much. So it's just easy when you don't like someone to be I, like. I, yeah, you know, I feel like um, <laughs> Skip and, and and Stephen A. Smith are are easy targets for people. Right, right, right. And I and I do feel like Stephen A. Um, say what you want about him. He he handled oh, uh, the the Demar uh, situation very well. Yeah, I I don't ha- really have any issues with Stephen A. Smith um, hearing um, like Jamel Hill and the Carrie Champion, um, two two black sisters that have. Gotten in, haven't always agreed with Stephen A. Smith, and mm-hmm. then hearing um, some of the the great things that they have said about Stephen A. Smith, some of the things that he's done for a lot of the um, oh, black sure. sports journalists that people mm-hmm. don't realize. Um, oh, I, I I believe it. You know, I'm not the biggest. I do watch sports a lot, but um, more so I, I like podcasts if I'm looking for a wrap up. But um, and I yeah, like Stephen I, A. Smith podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, yeah, like like I said all that to say, I don't really have a strong opinion opinion on him. I know people. I mean, I know some people feel like his uh his hate for certain players is like misguided and misdirected and whatnot like that. But he's a journalist and he's been in the game for what over twenty years at this point in time. Yeah, so. and, I, and I think he did say people really started to dislike him when he started telling players to stay off the weed. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I get mean, what, and he's, you know, he said his thing wasn't about them necessarily smoking weed or, you know, doing drugs or what have you. It was more so like this is stuff that's costing you money. 
Oh, I agree. Yeah, no one likes to hear. <laughs> Listen, no one likes to hear put down the weed. Everyone, <laughs> people turn real personal. It becomes a real personal story when you are uh, like, no, you you don't know what's going on. But interesting, and we'll see how it unfolds. So, are the Bills playing today? Are any of the teams? Yeah. So okay. the the Bills play today at um, one o'clock. Um, they play um, New England. Um, I'll be tuned in. I know it'll be in the mostly charged game. Um, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, I think they play today at four. And you said you're not going to stay up for the whole Lions game? Are you going to watch the first quarter? I'll probably watch the halftime. Uh, and the DVR will record the rest. I, I, I just know... Uh, have to be back at work tomorrow, so and I need to get there early because uh, I got some new posters and new things for my classroom that I want to set up. So, uh, I as much as I want to stay up for the Lions game, I don't, I don't think I'll make it. It's just hard. It's just, yeah, no games. Yeah, they're not meant for the working adult, but. I know you'll be all over those box scores tomorrow. I'm sure you wake up super early anyway, so you will be checking the scores. I hope you get a victory. We're playing Green Bay, so I think it's possible. Do you believe in the Lions? You got one pride today? Um, yeah, I, be- I believe uh, it's a very winnable game. I believe, if nothing else, because if Seattle loses, then a playoff spot will be on the line. But even if Seattle wins at one today, I just feel like the Lions will be hell-bent on uh, making sure that, um, as Stephen A. Smith calls them, Aaron Rodgers, that bad man, doesn't get to the playoffs. All right. We shall see. Yeah. We shall see. But I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to to seeing um, Buffalo today at home. Um, I know the crowd will be charged up and – I do feel like the the NFL community as a, and ESPN um, making their ESPN symbol um, into the number three for Demar. Um, just been some nice touches, touches and tributes these last few days. So, listen for that multi-billion-dollar tax-free agency, <laughs> they better, <laughs> they better. It's the least they can do. I'm sure this is put. I hate to say it, more money in their pockets. Yeah, it definitely has. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's so, whatever. Did you see the, I I know I sent you the clip, the Democracy Now! clip with the Bill Roden and the, uh, was it Stallworth? Did you get a chance to check it out? Nope, I haven't. So, it was just about, should we uh, get rid of the NFL? We know that's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's it's, it's, it's like a $10 billion business. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. Especially the way these people gamble now, as legal as gambling is, and all these gambling addicts. I hate to say it. They're not going anywhere anytime soon with all this FanDuel, DraftKings, parlays. You don't know how many times I get asked at work, who should I bet on this week? Oh, my. Even the young kids? (laughs) I yeah um, I have students. They have like a group chat, or they join certain groups. Um, the the custodians are coming up to me. You watching the games this week? You betting? And jeez, that's so crazy. I'm a I was on a dating app, 
And this dude tried to get me to give him my email address so he could sign me up for like FanDuel so he can get my um, the, the free. Uh, yeah, I like, ain't no way in the world I would give over my email address for you. And the brother was at a check cash in place. So that's how I would let you know what time he was on. But it's just so crazy the gambling that that is just so present now. So yeah, to Bill Roden's point, um, the, the NFL is not going anywhere anytime soon. It's no, entirely it's, too it's, much of a money yeah, maker. It's too big. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's too and, big. I have. And, I know someone who said everyone knows the risk they take when they get on the field. It's like, jeez. Yeah, but to to that point, um, Ryan. I feel like Ryan Clark made like a, a a good point. Like, yes, we know the risk, um, and you know, even you know. He basically was saying, you know, we tell players to go out there and kill their opponent and all this other stuff. And then when something like that actually happens, you realize how, you know, mm-hmm. fragile that this game that, that we love is. And um, you you really do have people risking their lives every week for, for entertainment. Um, Hello. But it starts early, though. That's the thing. It's, it's not... This is a sport that people start in Peewee League or what's it yeah. called? Warner and, and stuff like that. And who was it? It wasn't Booger McFarlane. It was, uh, guys, what's the dude? It was from, who? I'm trying to think of his name. The dude from LSU, uh, Swagoo. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was um, basically saying that even though he played in the league, like he was excited when his son didn't want to play football and rather play basketball. Um mm-hmm. And I, know, I mean, I think it's. I get it. <laughs> and I know me and Lauren have had conversations already, and Ali too. He he's not playing football. Really, that's fair. I get it. I get it. I get it. I was talking to someone. He used to be. He used to play for a professional team. He wants to start um just like a training facility, and I was like, but what about all the risk? And I will say, the things he said that made it good was, you know you learn a sense of discipline. It's the type of, the classic arguments people give for the army, but whatever. But it's a sense of brotherhood, a sense of discipline. You learn to take directions from other people. and You learn to play basketball too. (laughs) That's how I feel too, but I guess it's just, I don't know. It is something a little bit more. I do feel like, this is, it's not the best word for it. I don't know if it's just because of the brute, but I guess because there's just more brute used for football. There's something a little bit more, um, I hate to say primal, but it is something a little bit more to me that seems like a little bit more primal about it versus, you know, you because you're running into people full speed as we're with basketball. You're in a nice cozy gym. The injuries are different. You know, you can last a little bit longer on the hardwood than the, than the field. But no, I, I understand. Listen, I know that's had to be a difficult conversation, but um, yeah, yeah. because part of me like wants them just to have like the options, mm-hmm. and then part of me is like I, I wanted, I couldn't imagine uh, just going back to Demar being his his mom or dad, and sure, but how rare is that though? That's the thing. Like this is this hasn't. I don't know. Obviously, the risk is very, very different and whatnot. But I, I understand completely. I mean, you got to do what's best for you know you are. So, so what if he came home and obviously you guys are going to cross this bridge when it comes. And he, if he came home and said like in middle school, I really want to do 
football? Like, are you guys going to maybe revisit so, it? So I'm to the point where I don't really want him playing um, K through eighth football at all. Um, high, okay. high school, I, I would be um, more open to it. Uh, your body's um, stronger. You're, you're more developed. Um, I feel like they just being around like youth football and high school football, I do feel like um, the, 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 the teaching's better in high school. Uh-huh. Um, and I, and I'm, I met some good youth coaches and I met some youth coaches where I was like, yeah, there's no way in hell you would ever coach my son. So, <laughs> Yo, especially these new men. These new coaches, yes. Yeah. So yeah, there's something else. So I, I, but I, I feel like it's a conversation um, that is being had more and more in in households. Is is should I let my child play uh, football? Uh, mm-hmm. I know I do. Yeah, no, I get it. Like you know, I have friends. They they kids. You know, I played football. I have friends growing up that that played football. Um, so, uh, but I don't, I don't know with CTE and everything else. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just one of those difficult parenting parenting decisions that you have nowadays that I don't think you really had like twenty years ago. Sure. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, more information is available now. The long term ramifications are just a lot more apparent. It's, it's a lot more apparent. But, um, yeah, definitely a hard decision for any family, especially if you have a child who's, you know, loves athletics and stuff like that. So, yeah, and Ali, he's already like he tosses the football around with me. So I don't, I don't know how he'll. You better get a basketball in his hand and <laughs> he, he, reprogram him. Well, no, he so he he he'll he'll play because he has a, a basketball hoop in his his room, so uh-huh. he'll he plays with that. Uh, he has a soccer ball. He kicks the soccer ball around all the time. Uh, uh-huh. And I and I think well because he can start playing like t-ball when he's four and then soccer so i know those will be the first two sports that um he gets introduced to so oh soccer yeah soccer is a good one for the little ones yeah and then my other thing is like he's really good like at basketball or base like they have guaranteed contracts like football really doesn't (laughs) Yeah, that's what he was saying. He was like, it's the one professional sport where it's not guaranteed. But no, he was uh, holding. He was having, it seems like, some of maybe the same introspection as Ryan Clark about, I mean, is it really worth it? Well, it doesn't sound like Ryan Clark had that final um, takeaway, but I think with Holden, the writer of $40 million slaves, his final was like, is it really, you know, is it really, really worth it? Is it, is it really worth it? But, you know, like they were saying, the NFL prints money, so... Yeah, and I, and I like I feel like certain positions is safer than others. Like, feel like the NFL does everything it can do <laughs> to, to protect like their quarterbacks. Um, and then I know Demar Hamlin is a is, was a safety, but I remember um, watching an interview with Charles Wilson, and you know, in high school he was a running back. 
and he said, you know, in college he didn't want to play um, running back um, because of the longevity of a of running back career and his knee. Like, he felt like he could have a longer career playing corner. Uh-huh. Which was true because he, he ended up playing, what, 18 years, so. One of your favorites, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but still, to me, the the greatest college football player. Did you watch the Michigan game against TCU? Yeah. Speaking uh, of Michigan football. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it. How, how I mean, I, we all know what the end result was now at this point. Where do you think they, uh, I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing, but what didn't clinch the victory? The slow start, uh, which they have been playing with this whole season, um, I don't like to blame uh, the the refs, but it was one of the worst uh, officiated <laughs> games I have ever witnessed in my life. What was so bad about it? Oh, okay. Well, if it's bad officiating, yeah, it's just bad officiating. Yeah, it was, and it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was bad to the point you had. Um, NFL officials commenting on the officiating. Um, I know Joe Klatt that works for uh, Fox Sports that does a lot of the Big Ten games commenting on how bad the officiating is. Um, they called back a, what what I felt was a clear touchdown. Uh, uh, the target, the the non-targeting call. It was just some egregious a call. Crap yeah. Um, and then TCU was, I think, played a lot faster than Michigan thought they were going to play. What do you mean, like getting the ball down the field quicker and stuff? Yeah, like and then J.J. Oh. Mm-hmm. McCarthy, uh, he played like a sophomore. He threw two bad pick sixes. So, I, mm-hmm. but I still can't fault the offense if they put up forty-five points. Uh, you would think coming in with the number three defense that they would have been able to stop TCU because I want to say in the f- third quarter alone, like both teams put up like forty something points. So, which is a lot, which means yeah, it's a lot of openness. Yeah, so we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, we shall see how it goes. Jim Harbaugh is supposedly interviewing for the Denver Broncos job, so we'll see. Y'all say that, but I feel like that is, like, the thing every time after, like, a significant loss. Like, you know he's about to uh, switch over. Is it, I mean, what what makes it even more valid? Does he, he don't have a contract. I'm fine if he stays. I'm fine if he goes at this point. Um, I have two people I would like to be the head coach if he does leave. Who? Um, Sharon Moore, um, the offensive correlator slash O-line coach, or Mike Hart. Oh, okay. Oh, Mike Harden? Where, now, where is that brother from? Mike Hart, Michigan. Oh, okay. He's the... the so you want to make it a Michigan man. You want to keep it as a Michigan person. Yeah. I, yeah. Mike, Mike Hart is the, the running back that, that famously called Michigan State Little Brother. And it's stuck ever since. Mm-hmm. They can't so, get away I mean, from it. Those are two people that's already on staff that's 
uh, more than than qualified in my head to to be a head coach. Speaking of little brother, Michigan State was very little brother ish yesterday. Um, Michigan State or Michigan because no, let these people tell it. Michigan State when they because Michigan Michigan State played yesterday in basketball. That was a horrible game on both sides. Like it was, yeah. T- it, it was tough to watch, but the Michigan State fans showing up in the TCU shirts, very little brother behavior. Oh gosh! It reminds me of the time. Uh, this was actually the little brother game. Now, uh, because that was the year Michigan lost to um, Appalachian State. And I went to that game at Michigan State, and it was a bunch of Michigan State people with Appalachian State shirts on. Mm, mm, mm. Well, are you why? So it sounds like you're kind of keeping up with the college. Are you keeping up with the pros? Are you keeping up with our 15 in the East standing Detroit Pistons who played Philadelphia today? Um, at this point, up with them? no, I'm not keeping up with the Pistons. Um, I just say keep tanking. Dwayne Casey is not the coach for this team. If they bring him back next year, I'll be um, surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're we're last in our standing. Yeah, we're eleven and thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Today we play number. Well, what are the seventy-six? Oh, they're number five. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a playoff hunt. Um, oh, for sure. I've been more so watching, um, believe it or not, with the the Brooklyn Nets are doing. I thought you were about to talk about the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I know the Nets are doing pretty good. They're number two. They're they're, they're looking like pretty strong contenders. They're twenty six yeah, and thirteen right now. Definitely proves a, a coaching change can um, be a major difference. Be a big factor. They was they was being rude to Nash. They was they was purposely not trying to work but, with him. But but I'm ex- they, they was they was playing bad trying to get rid of him. So but I'm I, I, I'm excited. Um, I've I've liked Jack Vaughn um, since he played at Kansas. Um, yeah, so I'm 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 happy he's finally um, getting the 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 reins, uh, being able to be a head coach finally. It's, it's much deserved. Um, yeah, and I, and I, I guess feel, you could say the same with Boston with no with no you know Doku. You see how they're doing. I mean, they're still consistent. They're still number one in the East. Yeah, um, but I, I do. So I feel like Jagman is doing a great great job in Boston. I mean, in Brooklyn, Boston's doing great. But I feel like the coach of the years in, in New Orleans. So I've, the, the, oh, Pelicans are smashing, yeah. Yeah, the, the Detroit brother, Willie Green, um, what he's been able to do with um, the, the Pelicans this year is amazing. And it is. He doesn't win Coach of the Year um, at this point. It'll be a trash. Yeah, no, it, it is crazy to see how they've been able to uh, just work their way back up. Yeah, the West is looking. Yeah, <sighs> uh, your boy LeBron. uh you talk That's about somebody fighting against Father Time. <laughs> hey, listen, his body has been through. He's in our age range. Yeah, his just body turned is thirty-eight. Uh, yes, <laughs> putting up forty points a game. Listen, he's still doing his thing. Kings are doing good. I'm proud of the Sacramento Kings. They're looking like yeah, uh, possible contenders. My sons didn't lost. They really are my sons. I feel like they've lost what their last seven. Yeah, they. Ever since Kanye went on that rant, 
Well, ever since the team is uh, in the process of being sold, they they haven't played well. So um, I don't know if that has anything to to do with it, but. It's just all bad is what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's sad to see for sure. (laughs) It's definitely like, uh, but it's still. We haven't hit the halfway point. Yeah, well, we're close to it. I feel yeah, like all-star getting, getting, getting when, like... Yeah, getting yeah, close no, to that it's, point. Yeah, it's getting there. It's, yeah, it's getting there. That's why I say for the Pistons, just continue to tank. Yeah, I know. Yeah, usually this is my time when it's like, okay, we're about to start switching gears when the NFL is finally over next month and we can focus on basketball primarily. Oh. Well, get that all-star game going, you know. Yeah, speaking of... uh basketball your UConn Huskies the the women they were in a usual unusual predicament um did you see they had to postpone their last game because they didn't have enough players yeah it was some. yeah I saw it on the page on the UConn alumni page I did see it, but I said oh okay <laughs> what, what's going on out here yeah, yeah they only sick or something yeah they so and Gino's been out sick um mm-hmm. But yeah, they've had so many entries. They only have six eligible players, and so I guess you have. I think it's, you have to have at least eight. Yeah. Um, so they had to postpone their their last game. The game against DePaul. Yeah. I mean, still number five. You know, still thirteen and two. Who, who's but, number um, one though? Who? <laughs> you 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 tell me who's number one. Since you like to, to, to Staley and in the South Carolina Gamecocks. Yo, I know. Listen, I'm happy for this era. It's it's hard because I don't want to go against you know my gender and race. You know, I got to go against who the student loans are. Or <laughs> I go with who my student who holds my debt. But I'm internally indebted to sisters, so I don't know, man. Yeah, I am. I am happy to see that, that they're able to maintain and stay at this level. You know, they are champions. They are the reigning champs. So yeah. So shout out to my everybody that listens to this podcast knows Don Staley. That's that's my girl right there. We know. We'll love we to know. love to meet her. We know you love you some Don, but no, that that was interesting though. Yeah, I did see that the game was postponed, but yeah, just due to the injury, you know, Bex is out and everything like that. So I'm I'm excited to I see where, where we're going. Bex. Yeah, I know it's it's it's. I really we gonna get it. Yeah, I really enjoy watching her play too. So we gonna get it together. We we gonna get it together. So before we got about ten minutes left before we get out of here. You got any concerts lined up for twenty twenty three yet? That's the thing. I've seen most of these. I've seen most of these people. Like, so we know Janet's going on tour with Luda. I'll be there. That's yeah. That I'm debating about. I'm trying to think if I've heard of like any shows. I was like, okay, that's one. You know who I do want to see? I've seen most of these people who are going out, but I haven't seen Drake yet. I heard he's supposed to go out on tour. Yeah, I heard I've that too. I, I think I think it was end up being him and Twenty One Savage. Uh, so that I honestly would go to because I just I just think Drake has an amazing catalog. I mean, he has the brother has been hot for over fifteen years, which is crazy. He he does have a really good run. So that's probably one show. I know Jill Scott's on tour. Yeah, it, it would have to take I'll a new artist. There. 
it would have to be Blue Ivy coming out on tour or something like that. Like <laughs> someone I haven't seen yeah. for me to be. Okay. I'll be at Jill Scott too. Yeah, Jill. What about you? Any? Um, we're Jill, so. Going out here with is it? I think Jid's gonna be with either Saba or Smino. That I might. Check um, out. I think he's gonna be with Saba. Okay. Okay. Um. So. We're actually going to see Shantae Moore next week. Um, oh, good. She's going to be at the soundboard or something? Yeah, yeah. Yep, okay. soundboard. It's a uh, double date, Ali Godmother's birthday. So. Oh, nice. She's amazing. She's good. Going going to see her. I haven't seen her um, live. Uh, mm-hmm. So, be nice. Um, Lauren's going to see Leland James on the 26th at the soundboard. Oh, nice. Okay. Lila's got a beautiful voice. Yeah, I'm sitting that one out. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. My mom invited me to Will Downey next week. I said, I get it, but I'm okay. Uh, I think my mom and dad is going to Will Downey. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah, not but that many people have released. I know the Dreamville, that, so they dropped that. That's coming out in April. Yeah, the yeah. Dreamville Festival. Yeah, I don't and, know. and your boy might be dropping an album soon. J. That's Cole, what they say. J. Cole did scrub all his social media, which has been his practice before an album. There you go. See, so that, you know what, in conjunction with that, I've never been to the Dreamville Fest. It's in, I want to say, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's a weekend situation. The cheapest tier is $300, which I get it. That's general admission. But I think last year they had like a... um a DJ drama set, I want to say, where yeah. where he brought out, listen, where he brought out Little Wayne, Jeezy, and and um, Ti. I was like, oh my god. So I don't know. I, I looked at, I threw it in my map quest. It's an eleven hour drive each way. I'm like, is it really worth driving twenty hours for for a whole weekend? And I've seen most of them all separate, but I heard Stick really went off last year when they performed it. Understandably, so. I don't know. Kind of debating about it. I have a work trip that week out of state, so it would just be a lot of back to back. But it's definitely a debate. Uh, the Dreamville, Dreamville Fest, because you said Cole might be dropping, so I'm sure he. Yeah, if he, yeah if this is gonna be. It's big rumors that uh, he could be dropping. I think the album is supposed to be called "It's a Boy." Oh, he had another baby on me. Yeah, I believe so. That's cool. You know, he's That's so cool. private. I appreciate it. He is. He he is. So that would be good. Is there anyone who you want to drop this year? Um, so J. Cole would be one. Um I want another Nas album, selfishly. Hey. Uh, hey, have you heard this Nas drama about Quentin Miller? Um, about the, the, the ghostwriting the thing. credits. Yeah, so that that got cleared up. Uh, Quinn Miller did an interview, and he said, um, "What's the what's the <laughs> what's the song? Pressure that he has writing credits on." And basically, what he said was, uh, "Hit Boy invited him to the studio while Nas was recording. He kind of gave Nas." Uh, just a, like some pointers or something, and that's why mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. a writing credit. Look, that Quinn Miller name behind the you know whole Drake thing. I think people naturally associate it with 
with that. But Nas is so talented, though. So, I mean, I don't think anyone would be like, oh, he couldn't have helped him that much and whatnot. But it was it was interesting to hear some people's uh, perspective about it. But to go back to you, you want another. Yeah. I mean, but, so, but don't you want to just enjoy the album still? Yeah, I do. Do you believe in oversaturation? No. <laughs> Not okay. when it comes to him. <laughs> uh, I think we might get a Janet album. Okay. Well, yeah, she's doing the tour. I think this is a Together Again tour yeah, with... Luda. And it and it said um it's gonna include new music, so we we might get a Janet album. We might get a Ludacris album. I know y'all go into that Beyonce tour, you and the missus, if she does. <sighs> what's it? Um what's his album called? Renaissance? We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I don't I don't know if we we'll see. We'll see. More than likely, y'all, will, will y'all be gonna there. see Ticketmaster. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we'll, we'll 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 be at Jill's concert. Jill for sure, and Shantae, the effervescent, ageless songtress. Yeah, this so. You guys got a nice little R and B lineup happening already for the year, so that's good. Yeah, I'm excited to see Ludacris. Luda, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who's hasn't dropped in a while that I would? Sade always. I'm always hopeful for yeah, a Sade, Sade project. would be one. She's like the phantom of the music world. Like it's all, every year. Oh, oh, the band's gonna drop. Sade's gonna drop, and uh, every year it just comes and goes. Big Sean. Oh yeah, and I'm sure he's got some good content now, especially having the baby. Yeah. Um, even if we got like a Big Sean, Janae, Aiko album together. You like 2088? It's okay. My sister loved that project. It was good. I hear Kendrick. They say they say Kung Fu Kenny's working on a new project, but I'm oh, okay. Yeah. So just chills. J-Rock. Oh, it, yeah. It'll be nice to see what TDE. Well, Sis is doing really good with her project. Yeah, I, so re- I, I, like I really enjoyed them. that album. Um, mm-hmm. That's a concert I wouldn't admire. Um, going to SZA? Yeah. Even though uh, I would probably see like half my student body population there, but Oh, for SZA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's, you know, uh, you know, you know. I like the album, though. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it enough, so I, I, I can't even give an, a legitimate opinion on it. But I know people like it. It's been doing really well. She's been streaming doing really really good i heard good 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 kid mad cd just broke a record for spending 10 years on the charts which i understand because that album is flipping amazing so yeah man good thing that tde is still doing its thing i know people like that ab soul did you listen to that yeah yeah that is a really really did you like it yeah i do that and I saw a lot of people's end of the year wrap ups. I didn't listen to Lloyd Banks project last year. I have to listen so the, to that. I like Lloyd Banks. So it's a it's 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 good. It. It's not a great album. It's good. Um, Jada Kiss kills him on a song that they they have together. But oh, I'll have to listen for sure. Yeah, I want to check that then. Yeah, I like Lloyd Banks. So yeah, it's a, it's a good album. He's talented. 
he he to me he was the the best, the best rapper. One in the group. Yeah. Oh, easily that. What what what's his first album? Is it not Fear of Flying? Not Fear. That's Maya. Um, trying to think of what Lloyd Banks' first album was. It was really good though, mm-hmm. and I still like Beamer Benz or Bentley to come on my mix every now and again. So I'm always down. But. All right. So sounds like we got some things real quick. You got any goals for this year? One or two goals? Um, I want to read 20 books, um, at least 20 books this year. Um, so I want to get back into that. Um, and then vacation in Jamaica. That's a goal. Yeah. So that's, that's it. Just a okay. healthy, ha- happy family. What about you? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, I do want to pass my exam for licensure. So that's probably just the biggest short term goal. And just keep trying to stay healthy. I just signed up for a tennis class. I hope whew, I hope the balance stays. Tennis isn't cheap, but just keeping on keeping on with the uh, with the gym classes, staying healthy and whatnot. I wish I had a new I wish I was saying I wanted to learn Mandarin or something like that. But <laughs> No, I think I'm going to go to a vision board party uh, in a week or so, and I'll have something more calibrated for next time. But in short, pass my exam so I can get fully licensed. That's well, that's the main. We'll be in person next time, so maybe we'll show each other our vision boards. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. So this thing I just saw, it's on, it's on the 21st. It's one of those new moon. It's going to be some yoga type thing. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You've done a vision board in the past? I'm um, working on one as we speak, actually. Period. I love it. Well, thank you all for letting us bend your ear. I know we've kept you all past the time. Okay, and we'll see you all next time. Peace.